Hi guys, welcome back to You're Worth More Than a Number, a weekly podcast where I share experiences and advice for people going through recovery, recovered, or just want some encouragement. This week, I am going to be sharing and talking about the fact that you can fully recover from an eating disorder. It's Madison from You Are Worth More Than a Number. I just want to pop on real quick and tell you about today's sponsor for this episode. No, this is not a trick statement. You can 100% fully recover from an eating disorder. Society feeds off the money we spend on many different diet products, so they make you think you won't be able to recover because if you get to a place of recovery, a good and healthy place, you won't be finding them any more money. So they like to make you think you'll never recover to keep you in that trap. Diet society and diet culture goal is to make you feel bad about yourself, make you feel like you have to change something about yourself because if everybody loved themselves and everybody was content with themselves, Diet society and diet culture wouldn't have any money. No one would be buying their products because you wouldn't feel the need to change yourself if diet culture wasn't making you feel bad about yourself. But I'm here to break this truth to you that you can and fully recover from your eating disorder and be able to live a normal life like everyone else around you. Hey, you may even live a better one because of everything you've been through. I know that the period of your recovery you may be in at this moment in time may make you feel like you never will be out of it. Believe me, I have been there before. But I am here to tell you that you will if you keep pushing and challenging yourself. You're not going to get to that place if you're just staying put and you're like, okay, well, I'm going to, if you like hear this message, you're like, oh, well, I will fully recover. So I don't need to work as hard because I'm going to get there eventually. Mm, not really. You have to still work there. You still have to battle that voice in your head. You still have to challenge yourself and heal your relationship with food, with your body, with yourself and your mind and exercise maybe. You have to heal all of that. You aren't going to get there if you stop working towards recovery. In that case, yes. If you stop working towards recovery and just stay because you think you're just going to get there, You will stay exactly where you are and be in a place of quasi-recovery, which basically means partial recovery. And what that means is you will be what diet culture has told you and diet society and just society in general has told you is, yes, you won't fully recover if you don't keep challenging yourself because you'll be stuck in this quasi-recovery place where you are only really half recovered. You're still holding on to a few truths or a few patterns or habits or tendencies that you can't let go of. Like, for example, me, one of my, like, last few tendencies that I've been holding on to is body checking because I couldn't for some reason, I couldn't fully get rid of it. I could lessen it, but I couldn't fully get rid of it. And in my mind, I was like, well, I can fully recover and just have this one thing on the side. But the thing is, is I can't because that is still that is still a string and a rope connected to my eating disorder. And if I fully recover, but I still have this, I'm not fully recovered. And I'm going to be not really happy because I'm going to have this attached to me for the rest of my life and so I you have to keep challenging yourself and working towards that place of recovery if you want to get fully recovered and if you do that you will get fully recovered trust me you don't want to stay in quasi recovery 
So my main advice would be to keep pushing and keep challenging yourself and make sure you know deep down that you can do this. Make, you have to believe that. You also have to have this form of commitment. Yes, it's important to have motivation. It's important to have strive. It's important to be um, excited and wanting to do this, but you have to have that commitment. You have to have that level of like, I'm committed to recovery. I'm committed to getting healthy and never looking back. You have to have that sense as well. And it's hard because... If you have been in your eating disorder for a while, you don't really know what it's like to live without it. And so you get scared thinking about what it would be like without it. But life is always going to be better without an eating disorder. No matter what you read, no matter what you hear, no matter what it tells you in your head, it will always be better without it. So don't lose hope. Don't lose hope. With all the toxic messages out there in society, make sure you focus on what you know to be true and not what others are telling you should be true or right. The only person that knows what's true in your heart and what you truly believe is you. So don't let other people and messages you hear in society influence the way you feel and the way you think about things because, and it's hard, I'm not saying it's an easy thing, frick, I struggle with this still to today, but you can't let that happen. You have to keep pushing and know that no I know what's true in my heart you they can believe that they can say that but what I know is true is in my heart and I know that I will fully recover you don't think I'm going to that's great that's your opinion I know I'm going to you have to do that and you can do that with anything it's not just related to recovery you should try to do this with everything because you're the only one that knows what's true and what's right to you in your heart now to help you with this here are a few things that I've been using to help me in my own recovery to keep pushing. I kind of had a moment um, back in March where I felt like I was never going to fully recover. I felt like I was kind of just at a standstill. I wasn't making much progress. Yes, I was weight restored, but I still felt like there were still these things that I was still struggling with and I didn't understand. And I felt like I was never going to get to a place where I would be out of that. And I also saw things on the internet about that too. And I con- I contacted my dietitian, and I was with my boyfriend at the time, and it she was like, no. And she basically told me what I just told you. She's like, no, that's so false. If you keep pushing and challenging yourself, you will fully recover. But it, it, she's like, you if you don't keep pushing and challenging yourself and you don't try to get over these things, you probably will stay exactly where you are. You might get a little bit better. But if you keep challenging yourself and pushing yourself, you will recover. And so after we talked about that, she gave me some things to help me um, with my recovery. And the one thing that she told me to do, she's like, one of the things that can really help you is filling your mind and body with recovery resources. And so for me, I had already been doing that with podcasts. And so two podcasts I listen to are Mary's Cup of Tea and Take the Cake with Kate Noel. Very good. They're on Apple, Spotify, all that jazz. They're very good podcasts. Um, and then she was like, why don't you try reading books? And she gave me a long list of books all about recovery resources. And the two that I have read so far, <clears throat> and I just got a new one in the mail called Self-Compassion, but the two that I've read are The Fuck It Diet by Carolyn Dooner and The Anti-Diet by Christy Harrison. Both of those are so good. 
so good. They really, yes, they're both about how diet culture is wrong and you shouldn't think it and eating should be easy and there should be no rules and those are more food-centered. But they also talk about how society messes up your image of what you think you should look like and it kind of spawns and creates this diet you think you have to follow because of the messages you hear and read about in society. Um, and so there's, she sent me a long list, but those are the two I've read so far and they're super helpful. They really opened my um, mind to things that I didn't even know were things. I didn't know that diet culture has been around for this long. I didn't realize they they talk about all these studies they've done and shown and they've talked about that just they're just really good books. I'm not going to give too much detail cuz I want you guys to read them. They're so good. They're both on Amazon. They're so good. Another thing that I have been doing is following accounts on social media that make you happy and content but not discouraged. So go through your social media and I've talked about this before and detox all the accounts that make you feel like bad about yourself or just do a social media detox in general and that's what I'm doing at the moment. I'm not going on social media for a little bit um, because I needed a detox because it was bothering my mental health and it was hurting me so I took a detox so follow accounts that you that actually make you feel good and you like to see even if that means you have to unfollow some of your close friends who cares if there are posts and their whatever is making you feel bad about yourself then stop following them they're not gonna know they're not gonna be upset and if they are that's stupid they should un- if they're actually your friend they should understand so or just do a social detox of media. Whoa. A social media detox. Or do both. Another thing is you can find a way to move your body that you enjoy doing and don't feel pressured to do it every single day. Find something that you love to do, but don't put that label on it that it has to be every other day or it has to be this many times a week and it has to be for this long. No. Just start experimenting with things and see what you like and see what you don't like especially if you came from a place where exercise was very addicting to you in the past find a way to find things that you like and experiment with different things and get to a place where you're like oh I like that I like that I don't like that like for me for example I found out that I love dancing and I like to go on walk slash runs and I like to do sometimes I like to do a little like 20, 50, 20 minute hit workouts but I did find out that I don't like to just straight run I don't like to do intense cardio like the elliptical it's just not my thing and so you'll find what you think if you're like I've tried everything I guarantee you there is something out there that makes you feel good lastly be kind to yourself and know that this isn't going to be an easy journey but you can do it It's not going to be easy, but you can do it. I am a living, breathing example that this can happen if you keep the motivation up to reach that ultimate recovered state. You will get there, but you have to remember to be kind to yourself, show yourself love and compassion, which can be hard. And that's why I'm reading a book about self-compassion, because it's really hard. And you can get there. You can get there. You just have to show yourself love and kindness because it's not going to be easy and it's going to be a long journey. Slow is fast when it comes to recovery. Slow is fast. But you can do it. I believe in you and you have to believe in yourself. You can do it. You will fully recover.
friends, thank you so much again for listening this week. Remember, if you have any questions or comments, feel free to DM me on Instagram at Madison Parmiter. And before you go, please subscribe if you haven't already and leave me a review and a rating because I love reading them. They're free. They help me to know exactly what you're liking and not liking about the podcast and they help to get my podcast out to more people. Anyway, I love you all so much and I can't express and thank you enough for all the love and support you guys give me. It makes me, it makes doing this week after week so much easier and I will talk to you very soon.